You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Navigation system. Please say a command. On. Ignition. Powered. Seatbelts. Fastened. Shift. Drive. Twin City sports fans, hold on tight. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, this is The Ride with Royce. He's going the distance. There are two major uh, stories concerning the Olympics today. Uh, a, uh, Russia will not be allowed to, Russian athletes will not be able allowed to compete under their own flag. The IOC announced that today because of rampant cheating uh, leading up to the 2014 Olympics in Sochi. And B, uh, with this much of a time difference uh, from South Korea to here, how effective will the primetime preview be? Oh, good that, point. Uh, I, I I don't know if it's going to be real effective because they won't try to hold things for 17 hours, will they? To well, show them in primetime? They did before, didn't they? Mm, I don't know. When they were in Australia, I was in Australia, so I don't know. We've been over here. When's the last time we were over there? And uh, that, you know, seven, 16, 17, I thought primetime preview originated with the Beijing Olympics. I guess they did. Beijing I guess it did. Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, I don't know if NBC will be trying to hold the figure skating and everything. I'm very worried about it's so long to hold it now when it's, you know, when it's seven hours like Europe, six, seven hours. Perfect. Perfect for primetime preview because they try to hold everything, right? Because yeah. wasn't it? That the Beijing Olympics because that was back in 08 when you were doing the morning. Was that when you were doing the morning show? Here? Yes, that was probably it. See, because what they can do is have afternoon events that are actually live. Until, I think in Australia it was if it occurred before 3 p.m., you could run it at night and it would look like it was, it would be live, you know. Mm -hmm. But the primetime preview is really uh, oh uh, really, catches the nation by storm. Yes, it does, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be very difficult. And now that I have, uh, I love uh, to the people that are so mad. Well, why are you going on social media then if right. you yes. don't want to know the Especially outcome? Especially with me, right? If you're following <laughs> me, right? Block me, drop me like a bad habit. Don't have anything to do with me. Leave me alone. Right? But you're gonna get primetime preview. Oh, it's coming, yes, baby. That's true. Whether you like it, it or not, yeah, you're gonna get primetime preview. Uh, but the Russians, uh, they don't. They haven't said if they're banning them all, but. If they compete, it will have to be under a neutral flag. There'll be no anthem. They'll just play the Olympic ditty, you know, the IOC mm -hmm. ditty if they win a medal. And uh, here's the deal. The Russian hockey team, the KHL was going to shut down, right? Yes. So they were going to have a real hockey team there, and the Russians were uh, going to be big favorites to win. The gold medal. I was just reading a story now. It's the the KHL 
in the past has said they will not send, they will not release Russian players to go and not compete under their country's flag. They also have a number of players who are going to play for other teams. There's seven guys playing in the KHL who are going to play on the U.S. Olympic team over there. But mm. if the Russians don't show up, the hockey tournament is it's already a joke. The team the U.S. is sending over there is I don't even know who they are. I don't know why they didn't spend, send a college all-stars like they used to or guys yeah. just out of college. But uh, the hockey is going to be a complete joke if the uh, if this thing stands. And there's, uh, th th that's up in the air what's going to happen in hockey. But it appears if, if Russia wants to compete in hockey, they are going to have to uh, do so uh, with... Uh, uh, without the without their flag, they will be these athletes will be designated as Olympic athletes from Russia, and will wear a uniform with that designation. They will compete under the Olympic flag, and the Olympic anthem will play at any ceremony. The cheating of uh, these guys was uh, just amazing, and uh, the the whole thing leading up to Sochi. I found it, by the way. What primetime preview? I think did it did it not originate with London in 2012? Well, I because th I think we started because you were doing it when you were with Mackie. No, yeah, I was doing it with Mackie. Mackie was upset, but I do think <laughs> I was doing it with uh, 2010. With what do we have in 2010? 2010, we were in Vancouver, so that wouldn't have made sense because oh, they're nah, we couldn't have they're ahead of us. Do. No. And 20, 2014 was Sochi, and obviously. 20, and I think we started doing full-time radio in 2009. So, yeah. yeah, it had to be 2012. So it was probably 2012 yeah. in London. Mackie was very upset. I know he was. That I was, uh, <laughs> that I was uh, doing pre primetime preview. Oh, God. But, One of uh, the greatest bits ever. <laughs> the best part was we'd start saying something, and then we wouldn't give any warning. No, it just slip in the result. Absolutely, you know, suits and rook were uh, against me too, so it was difficult. Yeah, hey, but that's the that's, that's the, the challenge secret. that's being posed. You start going with your sentence. You say, uh, you know, the twins down there in spring training, and oh, by the way, the U.S. won the uh, <laughs> won the figure skating today. Uh, Gold, silver, but, and uh, then finish fifth. Here's why I didn't understand the outrage because even the, the Olympic Games is about the given performance, not necessarily yes, the result. Thinking, yeah, thinking, so even if you know that Michael Phelps won 16 sure, different things, you're, you're still, still going to want to watch, watch it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it is It is amazing, though, how NBC trained the American sports Oh, fans. yes, it's, 100%. It's, it's incredible the way they train Because them. in my house, it's on the Olympics from the beginning to the end. Now, does every your bride try not to find out the results? She doesn't care either way. She doesn't. Okay. And, and she's that's not. That's the common. That's, yeah, that's, she, that's common sense. And but. she's not big on social media to begin with. Mm -hmm. So she's not going to go looking for the result. But she just wants to watch the athletes perform anyway. You know what? I think we got to give primetime credit, primetime preview credit. I think it really established the basis of the show. Which is yes. agitation. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. It did really uh, kind of, uh, I think it led to the agitate t-shirts. and I think you're uh, right. Everything like that. I think but, you're uh, right. Yeah, I don't know with this many hours in between uh, and uh, the Olympics. Without 
You know, we don't have the bad guys here. You got to have the Russians. You really do. Because now we're the bad guys. Yes, yes. I've always yes. said the worst yes, thing are. about the Iron Curtain coming down in the Soviet Union is we became the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And nationally, world, internationally, now the Russians have tried to steal that with their cheating. But now that they're thrown out of the games, basically, we're the bad guys. Does again. this have the potential to be an utter disaster? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Who, who do you care about? Name one Olympian that's going over there. That you care about. I don't know who. I think Gracie Gold, the uh, the figure skater, didn't make the team or something. I I'm, don't know who are. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm more. In, I'm more interested to find out what random sport that Doc Emmerich is going to be doing play by play for mm-hmm. for NBC. Yeah, but Doc, I remember, not, not even Doc's going to be able to make the hockey sound good. Right. Yeah. If we win the gold medal in this hockey Olympics, we I won't just, care. I just remember Doc Emmerich. I think it was. I think it was London in 2012. He was doing water polo. Oh, and I really? was. And I was. Yeah. yeah. And I was actually intrigued. Yes. With watching it because Doc Emmerich was Doc doing was the play by play. Well, it the only fantastic. hope for these Olympics is if Canada has another babe and Curly. Oh right. You yes, know, I remember that. The other, the the gorgeous. 38-year-old housewife with the surly husband in his flannel shirt up there, man, <laughs> sitting there looking pouty because he knows everybody in the world. His Google searching. Wow, <laughs> is she good looking. Yeah. Your wife, buddy, your farm wife there. All right, we'll be back. Uh, we'll t- Manny asked me not to do it, but we're going to have to talk about the Timberwolves <laughs> performance oh, <no>. last To the uh, Timberwolves, trying to put off as long as possible. Uh, Willie Taggart has gone to Florida State at leaving Oregon 363 days after he took the job. Not even a full year. He, he will owe a buyout of four and a half million, three million per the terms of his Oregon contract, plus the repayment of an additional 1.5 million that Oregon covered for his buyout from South Florida one year ago. Unbelievable. So uh, he is leaving after one year. Uh, Mario uh, Cristobal, who was the guy that Florida International FIU, yeah. fired to make who had done fairly well there and got mm-hmm. fired to make room for Butch Davis because they thought they were going to step it up. Uh, and I think he'd been a Miami Hurricanes assistant, right? Well, I think he so. had a big reputation in South Florida. Has uh, he's been a defensive coordinator there? He is uh, going to uh, be the interim coach. And I was reading, there's a good chance that he or uh, Levitt, who used to be at South Florida, mm-hmm. uh, who's the offensive coordinator out there, one of those two guys could be the coach. Now Levitt supposedly is going with Taggart, and maybe Cristobal is going to be the coach. But they might, they might go in house and try to, you know do it with recruiting but they're real mm. worried about i get apparently they were going to have a hellacious recruiting year and already guys are bailing so i started like they've got to do something and, about this i know this right. is this is insanity i say this is how you do it you know old miss mullins leaving uh old miss is basically having to release all their scholarship their players scholarship players mm-hmm. and they're getting killed well, it should be the other way around if you leave during a contract, the place you sh- you're going to should have to release all the players, right? Oh, mm. you know that would be my plan. It's not Mrs. Why okay. Is, no, he, Mullen. No, he's not. Who, Ole Miss lost 
Uh, Why is Ole Miss freeze. losing? Oh, no, Ole Miss is losing all their players because they fired NCAA, no, NCAA sanctions, right? Okay. That's okay. why they had to free free up everybody. Yeah. Mississippi State is where Mullen's coming from, so I'm screwed up. But I think that the, the, the so, school So what you're saying is punished, if Texas A&M takes Jimbo Fisher, they should, all the players all on that player roster should be released. should be released. Okay. Yeah, if they want to. I'm leave. with that. I, I can know, listen. The yes. guy's breaking the contracts. The school where the guy leaves shouldn't suffer. Well, the, and the school that you're going to should suffer. And along that like same line, yes, year, I'm with you. Yes, last year when PJ leaves in the middle of a 10 year contract, comes to Minnesota, and, and hey, what was any Gopher fan who any Gopher who wants to be released and immediately eligible should have been. And hey, these aren't his guys anyway, right? No, that's true. They're not his guys. Scott so, Frost, you know. Nebraska. They they should all be released. Although I might be okay with him. <laughs> the, uh, that's that's one of the problems. Outside of Spielman, yeah, he probably I don't doesn't know want what anybody. You're going to do though? Why give him a contract? Why give anybody a contract? Well, like well, we said yesterday, these buyouts aren't preventing any of this no. from happening because no. the yeah. other school just picks up the tab. That's why the, these contracts mean nothing. I mean, no. everybody was up in arms about the contract Jimbo's getting from from A and M. It means nothing. It means nothing. That that contract is going to get reworked and adjusted so many different times. Mm-hmm. Between now and the ten years that it's supposedly for seventy-five mil for Jimbo mm-hmm. Fisher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good and lord! Apparently, everything I've read just a complete pain in the ass. Yo, no matter, I can imagine. No mm-hmm. matter what you do for him, it's not enough. Yep. Apparently. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's you were at Florida State. Heather Dinich wrote wrote that yeah. about for Every, ESPN. Yeah, she yeah, was talking everything about everything. You just have to. Do more, do more, do more. Not financially as much as he's always asking for. Always more. in demand. Yeah, and anytime they lose, like this year, they're six and six. They had to beat Louisiana Monroe to make a bowl game, and after they were gonna, okay, their quarterback got hurt. Have another one, right? You're Florida State yeah. have two. You should have it. Yeah, a couple <laughs> of them back and ready to go. Yes. So uh, good luck, AM. But uh, what? That's what I. I mean. When you played Alabama to start the season, it was a preview of the national championship game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we and thought. And you ended up 6-6, six and six and you get a $75 million contract to go to A&M. He has no connection with A&M either, does I he? I don't think so. Yeah, he does. $75 million well, no, right, worth I mean, of connections. But, I mean, he's not a Texas <laughs> no, not guy at all. Uh-huh. or anything like that. So it's uh, unbelievable. So we managed to put it off as long as possible. <laughs> the uh, That was really pathetic last night. Oh, it was, it was bad. And, and I missed... I you know I watched a few highlights here and there today because I didn't watch the game at all last night. But it, yeah, th- that's Memphis, a team that's reeling and lost eleven in a row, had already fired their coach, and just not, you know, all due respect to JB Bickerstaff, who might turn things around there and get them playing hard again. But it that's just you can't lose that. I game probably last watched night. fifteen minutes of the game, and I bet I saw ten Memphis layups, you know, back doors. Yeah. Any guy, just just get to Manny, the basket. Do you notice this too? Because yeah, I know you're a diehard basketball fan, and mm-hmm. I I love basketball, and I watched I'll watch the Gophers tonight. I'm having a tough time like getting into this team. Yeah, I sat down and I really they tried are, hard to watch. It's I'm like, hard God, to these watch. These guys are not fun to watch. It's hard to watch, even yes. when they win. It's it's hard it's to watch because ugly it's, it's a grind. And yeah, it's, yeah, and they just. You well, know, the other they, night they you know they they've been they've had an easy schedule. Made easier by the fact that it seems like every time they're playing a team, somebody important is missing, right? Yeah, Antonio mm-hmm. Davis uh, or uh, Anthony Davis. Anthony you, Davis gets and, a well, technical The, the game they yeah. won, you know, they got the play to Clippers, who started two guys from the G League. 
Yeah. Uh, and, you know, obviously uh, have had, you know, have no Blake Griffin. And that was a grind. They damn near kicked that one away in the second it's, half. It's it's the, the shame in it is that you've got two young star players that you're trying to build this thing around and grow and get better. And they're just they're just flat. The only thing you're the only guys you're getting anything out of right now consistently is Jimmy Butler, Taj Gibson, and Tyus Jones. I mean, Tyus Jones, whenever he's played, he's done a nice job in whatever they've asked him to do. But everybody else is you, you can't even and everybody's mad at Tibbs for playing his guys too much, which I understand, but they got with Bealitza out, they got nobody. No. On the bench. Nobody. But the nice thing about Bielitsa, you know, they're saying that he should be back. And there's no reason for Timberwolves fans to have any skepticism about tall Eastern Europeans with a bad foot. Uh, we have There's no history here of, of, of that backfiring, at least, right? You know, I mean, we can, we can be optimistic about a six-foot-ten guy from— Give him five years and big, 60 million. Bigfoot, six-foot-ten guy from Yugoslavia, or, you know, which used to be Yugoslavia, uh, with a bad foot, we don't have to worry about this. He still never, I predict he never plays again. They're he, still, uh, they they're still paying him for this still year. Him, they had to, not, this was the last year, but of it the doesn't contract. count against the cap. Okay, right. So insurance Which, is covering no, it or whatever. No, uh, to, no, no. You got to pay him, but they might have gotten. It's a, it's like a medical retirement because ah, he didn't play for a whole year. Mm-hmm. What a of injury! Yeah. Well, now we're gonna have another one. With belly, he'll never play again. No, no, he's done because it's the wolves. Might as well, amputate he's up for free agency this summer. Amputate the foot right in the middle of the shin, <laughs> it's over. Unbelievable. It's the Timberwolves, as I say, the motto for the team. Instead of what is it this year? It's uh, all eyes north, all eyes north. Yeah, what yeah. hungry pack united we run. Yeah. It should be even when we do the right thing. It's the wrong thing. That should be their model. <laughs> Even when they do Jimmy Butler, get him in here. Now Wiggins is so screwed up, he doesn't know if he's on foot or horseback. All right, we'll be back. John Height with a sports update. Thank you, Patrick. I was wondering, do I wait 40 seconds to talk like the professionals <laughs> at ESPN? Do, wow. do I just sit here or no? Uh, okay. Bring back Dan, whatever his name was. He only missed about one a month. <laughs> Once in a while, he just wouldn't be there, but that's okay. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but at the end, she also had about seven seconds of music. Oh, yeah. I don't well, think she, it was quite prepared. She yeah. grabbed one item, and uh, we have no idea who that was. And she know, had right? sound, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This update sponsored by Count like You guys have never been in that situation. See how I kept my mouth never shut? Never been oh, in that my one. Goodness. 40 seconds, dead air? No, I've never done Really? That. And Reavers, yeah. you did not keep your mouth shut. I know, I did. You know, <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? You know how the rookie got the nickname the rookie right king of dead air on yeah. saturday <laughs> yeah. you know like 20 seconds at a time you know and he hasn't changed <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know i was gonna say should it, i tell him what happened today <laughs> we were watching uh diving fails on youtube and all of a sudden okay. i said rook we got dead air <laughs> wow wow that's major market radio my friend <laughs> that's yeah. right kids you just go to school for that learning this uh, update is sponsored <laughs> proudly, I'm sure, by Account Temps because holiday vacations happen even when payroll is due. Call Account Temps. They provide accounting and finance professionals on a temporary basis and fast. Visit AccountTemps.com. Account Temps are Robert Half Company. 
wild in action tonight. Uh, they're on the West Coast. They were, uh, they will be facing Los Angeles. I have not seen. Uh, is Darcy Kemper starting? Dark Cooper. That game? He's, he's been playing very well. Yes, he has. But mm-hmm. he is their backup, so I don't know if he's going to be mm-hmm. playing tonight or not. Dark Cooper. Yes. <laughs> The number fourteen. He should goose step when he goes into the uh, when, he, when he goes to the. Well, mat. maybe not. I don't know. That crowd makes me nervous. <laughs> I'm sorry. The number fourteen Gophers in action tonight. They're on the road in Nebraska to face the Corn. That's Huskers. the way you want to start your Big Ten schedule as you get your sea legs under you. Rutgers in Nebraska. That's right, baby. <laughs> I saw something online that. Tickets for the game tonight in Nebraska are going for $2 a piece. Mm-hmm. There's no hype surrounding Tim the Huskers. Miles is, uh, my guy, Tim Miles, great guy. Well, he's everybody's guy, but uh, he's not really done it down there. That's that's saying something when the processing fees are more expensive mm-hmm. than the actual face value <laughs> right, of the tickets. Right. Uh, speaking of the Gophers, I did not know this existed until I saw the story, but every year apparently NBC keeps a player of the year power ranking for mm-hmm. college basketball yeah. players. As of right now, Gophers forward Jordan Murphy is in second place in the bi-weekly rankings. Behind only Duke's Marvin Bagley III. Mm -hmm. Bagley averaging 22 points, 11.2 rebounds per game. Murphy has double-doubles in every game for the Gophers. 6'6", 250-pound junior, averaging a team-best 21 points, 12.9 rebounds per game. And, of course, he has won the Big Ten Player of the Week honors three times. I can't wait till somebody from Nike goes toes up. Just like the guy from Adidas went toes up. Here and we, we find out Coach K is the biggest <laughs> cheater in the history of college basketball. Will that Marvin be Bagley. Will that be it then? Can you go then when I you can, go out on top? Then I can die in peace. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great too if it went all the we find out it went all the way back all to like Leitner and all those oh, guys? Jay Billis. They even had to buy Jay Billis. Billis, even though he lived in Rolling Hills, California, next to Tracy Austin, the tennis player. <laughs> even though he's a rich kid. Last night's matchup between the Steelers and Bengals got ugly, and that resulted in some questionable hits, and today that resulted in some suspensions. Steelers wide out Juju Smith-Schuster and Bengals safety George Iloka each suspended one game, NFL making that announcement today. Meanwhile, Steelers linebacker Ryan Shazier will remain at University of Cincinnati Medical Center for a second consecutive night while doctors monitor his back injury. A joint statement from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center's Director of Neutrotrauma, David Onkunquo, and Chief of Neurosurgery for UC Health, Joseph Chang, said Shazier has undergone a series of tests to evaluate his spine injury. The statement said he will continue to be monitored and treated until he's been cleared to return to Pittsburgh. It's expected Ryan will undergo additional tests and evaluation over the next 24 to 48 hours. He will then return to Pittsburgh to get further evaluation and care at UPMC. Shazier was strapped to a board removed from the field after suffering that injury on a tackling attempt in the first quarter. The Steelers went over the Bengals. His helmet crown collided with Bengals receiver Josh Malone's rib and hip. Even though, even that... The strap to the board did not prevent the cheap shots. That's what makes football great. We're still going to take cheap shots. And and the taunt, the Schuster taunting thing was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It just, you couldn't watch it. He's a grade A dummy. Yeah, you couldn't watch it without. Well, he's named Juju. What do you expect? That's true. (laughs) Unbelievable. We'll be back. Thanks, Johnny. You bet. Bill Livingston, Cleveland Plain Dealer. Uh, how are the Buckeye fans taking it? Uh, they got to go back and look at film of that Iowa game if they're whining too much, huh? I have my thought exactly, Patrick. Um, you can't, 
you know, they got in with a very bad loss the year they won the national championship in 2014. Well, not a really bad loss, not like Iowa, but it was 14 points, second game of the season at home. With J.T. Barrett's second game at quarterback, as an emergency replacement for Braxton Miller when he uh, blew out his arm after having surgery on his shoulder. And, uh, you know, that was the, that's the worst loss any team's ever had that got into the CFP. Well, this one was 31 points, and it was the ninth game of the year. You're supposed to be on the improved by then. You know, it was uh, that's what kept them out. There's no question. How did that happen, Libby? How did well, the Gophers had played Iowa a week earlier, and it was a battle. It was yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Well, they you know they had a part of it was the schedule. They had uh, they had had their own they had had their own bye week, and Michigan State was coming in the week before. And Michigan State, uh, while it's not the Michigan game, they've really been the uh, they kept them from. The, Defending their trying to defend their national championship, the one loss kept them from going back to the CFP in 2015. And going into the Michigan State game, they had played them five times since Urban became coach, and that was uh, they'd they'd had the week off. And Penn State uh, had had kept it up the the next year, last year, by beating them in State College, and that was uh, they were behind by they were twice behind by 18 points, and Barrett suddenly just stepped into a phone booth and emerges with a cape in the fourth quarter and completes 13 straight passes and they win 39-38. And then they had to go on the road and, you know, Iowa was okay. You know, they weren't, they weren't Rutgers or anything, but, uh, or, you know, Maryland, our other shining new, uh, new addition to the lodge. But they, uh, you know, I, I think a big thing was, Barrett was erratic, and you never know what you're going to get with Barrett, which is not good for a fifth-year player. He had four touchdown passes and three interceptions, including a pick six on the first play from scrimmage. So there went the he, he had completed 16 straight passes, all 13 of his passes in the fourth quarter in the Penn State game. Well, there went that, and uh, they Joy Joy Bosa's brother Nick, who is actually better at this stage, all the scouts say that Joy was, and Joy was. Defensive Rookie of the Year last year in the NFL with the Chargers. He got thrown out for targeting, and I don't have any complaints about it on replay. It was a good call. But it was 17-17 when he, when he went out, and it was 38-7 the rest of the way. Wow. Now, they, they substitute a lot of guys on the defensive line and work them in and out and keep them fresh, but the Bosa brothers have both been just uh, really, really good players and, and kind of mean guys, kind of, kind of have that mean streak in them that you want on a defensive player and uh, it was just they they really had a tough time being up for the game they weren't playing that well and then they lost Bosa and it just uh, they had no pass rush the rest of the day hey Libby uh so JT Barrett will be remembered how at o- at Ohio State uh he's got a lot of uh, numbers that's for sure because he played yeah, so much yeah well it's an era where you know the very best players leave after three years uh, the Zeke Elliotts and all of those yep. guys, and he's been around since 2013. He came just after Woody, as I like to say. <laughs> uh, well, the statue of Woody went up a couple of months before, in front of the, the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Went up a couple of months before Barrett got on the campus in 2013. He's I mean, not taking a was... he's not taking a swing at anybody in that statue, is he? Or is just kind of Woody? <laughs> he's not throwing no. a punch, is he? No, well, he, he might have if he had been around when he saw some of the ways, some of the passes Barrett threw toward the end of the season. Um, you know, you, uh, Barrett was 
Barrett was struggling. He a lot of his numbers are you know kind of like lifetime achievement numbers. There's no question he's a great college player. Um, I, I think I would like to be able to look back and and find out because you can't from the play by play. You remember when that when they had this little kind of a uh, they had run a guy on a jet sweep and just toss a little three yard little three foot pass to him and and it can't you know just kind of almost a lateral. He'd cut in front of you and they'd flip it to him. And it was, it was genius because if you dropped it, it was just an incomplete pass. It wasn't a fumble and a live ball. Well, Ohio State scored a bunch of touchdowns on that. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I gotta say at least 10 or 12. And, you know, that play wasn't around for Drew Brees that <laughs> he passed. And yeah. I always thought that was a real stat inflator uh, until the defense is caught up with that. But he's played herd and all of that stuff. He'll never be, there'll be a segment of the Ohio State fan group that'll always think he sh- he should have been benched that that they should have uh you know gone with card well they did start with cardell jones because after the national championship because barrett simply was rusty and, and didn't look very good and they couldn't you know they never really figured out how to how to suit their offense to to cardell jones's game but it's a very it's a very strange career i mean he he missed the end of two wins over michigan you know where jones took in stepped in and won and uh and the freshman Dwayne Haskins, who played great in the wind at Michigan, and Barrett was three for eight, and Dwayne Haskins comes in and goes six for seven, you know, and on really windy day uh, up in Ann Arbor, and he missed the end of he missed the national championship run, and yet he has more victories than anybody in Ohio State history quarterback beating the uh, the sainted Arch Schleister by one. So the uh, the Harbaugh rivalry uh, has had a little volume to it, but it hasn't turned out uh, as to what we'd all hope because Ohio State has handled them. I see he's down raiding old Miss players right now, Harbaugh. Uh, but uh, it is, uh, you know, Urban's got the best of them in the battle of egos right now. Yeah, and, uh, you know, all, three of those games have been, they've played three times at I think with Harbaugh back, and the first one was not good at all. Ohio State just dominated them in the second half. And, the, you know, they, they had two flawed teams, but a very exciting game with the double overtime game last year. And this year, uh, you know, it was a close, tense game. But, uh, you know, Ohio State uh, probably won by more points than, than the – you know, it was probably closer than the score would indicate. But, you know, they couldn't beat them without – you know, Barrett got hurt again, and they couldn't – they even had they even had a nefarious cameraman hit Barrett on the side. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery injury of all time. Urban yeah. was yelling about it was malicious. After the game. <laughs> he wanted a full scale investigation. <laughs> so are the Brownies uh, going to do it? Are they going to run the uh, table? Are they going to win a game? I suppose they'll probably win a game. How? Uh, when? Where? Chicago people are saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going to be the. I don't think it's going to be the Packers. Although Aaron Rodgers is back, I've never seen anything like this. You know, <laughs> you know Dan Daly, he, the Washington guy. He he wrote some. He's written some really good football history books. He uh, he and I were talking on Facebook, and the uh, the Browns were fifty two four and three in the AAFC, the All American <laughs> Football Conference. They're almost the reverse of that now. <laughs> They've won four of their last 49. <laughs> They're 0-12 this year, 1-27 with Hugh Jackson as coach, and 4-44 and 
four. Our four. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to keep laughing. <laughs> well, one of the rockheads who go to every game. Even the Tampa Bay Bucks weren't like this when they were a real expansion team. No, they were. They won two out of uh, twenty-eight. I think the first two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there's so, all those marks of all those dismal marks of now belong to our brownies. Uh, you know. What is Jimmy Haslam's record? What is Jimmy Haslam's record as an owner? You know, sometimes eventually you're going to have to draft some good players and not just get all these draft picks that you've got holding. You know, Uh, people haven't gotten over that they they said Wentz was not a top twenty player. Yeah, and then they could have had Deshaun Kaiser too and traded down, and that was certainly Deshaun Watson. They got Deshaun Kaiser. You met Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Huh? I said you said Deshaun Kaiser. They got him. Uh, oh, they got Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah. They could have had Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. well, we got the wrong Deshaun. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, so I what do the, the fans kids. say? What do they do? You're going to have to have a movie like Major League for the Brownies <laughs> where oh, they win the Super Bowl. Well, we did have it, but it was draft day. <laughs> yeah. It's the Super Bowl here. <laughs> okay. Oh, you did? I didn't go to that movie because it wasn't yeah, a satire, well, was, was it? That, yeah, it was all right, but that was draft days. That's all. You know, that's the Cleveland Super Bowl is the draft. Yeah, it's, except it's uh, Libby, uh, the 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 draft day wasn't a satire like Major League was. That's the difference. That's true. That's true. Yes. That's true. There were people in Cleveland who were convinced that 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 was the Indians. Uh, that was real. Well, that, <laughs> the Indians, you know, the Indians have been to three World Series since that. That's right. You know, that's right. That's. Uh, I don't know how anybody in a league like the NFL that that, that makes so much of an effort. And I have a lot of problems with you know hiding concussion damage and yeah. all that stuff, but that bends over backwards to help teams get good uh, and, and to have parity. How anyone can have this type of record <laughs> like uh, this clown carnival, you know, hey, uh, staggering. All right. One last thing. Our fighting calves. I don't think we got room for Isaiah Thomas. The hell with them. Who needs them? I'll tell you, they're, you know. They have depth. Uh, they're playing really well. It'll be an interesting race with Boston. I certainly think they'll I think they'll win the East anyway yeah, because they've got LeBron. They're better than they've been the last couple of years right now. I mean, they they, they just, uh, once they, they kind of got it down. And, and I wrote a column today about Wade. It's amazing how well Wade has played coming off the bench, and it's made no noise about that or anything. You know, the bench, they they never had a good bench the past couple of years. It's one of the strong points of the team. They've got great spacing with that unit now, and Wade's just you know defense, and he's second on the team in assists, and he only plays about a half the game because they want to keep it fresh. He's been tremendous. You know, uh, some things haven't worked out, but but Dwayne Wade and. And the second unit really have, and they, you know, they've won twelve in a row now. And it looks like it. I think Sacramento is coming in, so I think it'll be a franchise record thirteen before uh, they have another tough game. Well, uh, that's uh, yeah, it is amazing now. They all the panic early, and uh, the pundits once again the pundits are running for cover because uh, you get Isaiah with that collection, they're going to be they're going to be the deepest team in the league. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they actually. You know, if everything, if, if guys stay healthy, I, you know, I, I still am amazed that they won that the one they won the championship the year Golden State won seventy three. It was partly Curry was not a hundred percent, although he was certainly still able to play. Partly Draymond Green got himself suspended for for the 
But they had two of the last three games at home, and, and the Cavs still won. That was just a, one of the most amazing comebacks ever. And last year they got they got slammed. I mean, and and they, with you add Durant to that team that won seventy three games, how are you going to beat them? You know, but this <laughs> team matches up much better, you know. Yeah, this team will be good. All right, Libby, have happy holidays, sir. You too, Patrick. All right. Take uh, care. Thanks for having me. The great uh, Bill Livingston, the Cleveland Plain dealer. And uh, doesn't uh, it sounds like he's having fun writing brownie columns, isn't it? Man, alive. You weren't lying, Pat. That's the dream job for a sports Four writer. 445. <laughs> That would be uh, that would be something. Everybody's going crazy though. I heard a caller today. He's comparing our Vikings to the Bulls of Michael Jordan. I think the weather is really just. <laughs> we've all lost our minds. I think you're probably right. We'll be back. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history, Patrick. I'm not a big believer in phenomenons and uh, extraterrestrials and all that stuff, but this one I believe in, the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. There's something going on down there. Yes. Because you go in there and you don't come out. On December 5th, 1945, 2.10 p.m., five U.S. Navy A- A- Avenger torpedo bombers uh Took off from Fort Fort Lauderdale Naval Air Station on a routine three-hour training mission. Flight 19 was scheduled to take them due east for 120 miles, north for 73 miles, and then back over a final 120-mile leg that would return them to the naval base. They never returned. No. Two hours after the flight began. Uh, the leader of the squadron reported that his compass and backup compass had failed and that his position was unknown. The Bermuda Triangle claimed its first known victims. Stay away. If you're, if you're on a commercial flight and you find out they're going through the... Com- nope. Uh, go through the Bermuda Triangle. Scream. The lost squadron helped to cement the legend of the Bermuda Triangle. It ain't no legend. It's reality.